Hey friends! So this is going to be my first episode and what I would like to do is just give myself an introduction. Um, so Yat and my name is Hannah Yazi. Hannah Yazi and Ishe. Tova Hanishle. Tova Hanabashichin. Tova Chitni Dashiche. Glashe Dashinale. And I am from the Navajo Reservation. I'm 27. Um, I now live in Indiana. Uh, I have migrated from uh, the Navajo Reservation to Indiana. And you ask, why? Why would you do such a thing? Well, my brother got an insanely good job out here. So naturally, I moved with him and his family. I mean, my family. What am I talking about? We're all family. But yeah, so that's how we came to be out here. So I ended up, I guess, just assimilating to the city girl life. So I don't have as much as res talk as I used to. I moved when I was like 14, 15 from the Navajo Res. And it's just so funny because I just see so many like podcasts about people in their lives. But I don't ever see anything talking about Navajo life or anybody coming from the reservation. So I just thought it would be fun to share my experience. And just to tell you guys how different it is. Which it is pretty different because out in the Navajo reservation everything is just like rural I guess. And it's like there is no like. Okay, so how do I describe it? So from where I live, it's probably an hour to two hours to drive to an actual job job unless you work at a school or a government position. And the closest hospital to where I used to live is probably like 45 minutes. Yeah, so 45 minutes on the other side from Shiprock and then the other side is probably like an hour to Gallup. So if that gives you any idea, Gallup is like three hours away from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So yeah, way out in the boonies and it's very scary at night. Fun story. I was living in Indiana and I live in a really busy city where there's like sirens and the hustle and bustle of like the traffic is like always happening. And I went to visit home for a little bit and then it was so quiet it was so quiet I was like oh my god I can't believe I lived in this because this is so quiet and I turned on like sounds on my phone just to make there's like make them make sounds because it's so out in the boonies there's like like everything is just dark you know there's no hustle and bustle of a city so it's just a bunch of like desert and random people living in random spots but somehow they have lands but like where is the land stop at where are the actual lines i will never know but yeah so when i went home i was scared girl and these people my mom not these people but my mother and my dad decided to put a motion light outside by the little shed that they had and all night this light kept going on and off i was just like no not a skinwalker not a skinwalker please god and i couldn't sleep i literally couldn't sleep i probably finally got like a really good night's rest like two days into my stay but yeah so that's my experience one of them getting used to being in the city going back to the res but anyways yeah so that was just how it was i remember growing up on a res you know we butcher sheep and i know Peter. You can't say nothing that's cultural, PETA. Mind your business, PETA. Anyways. Yeah, so we would butcher sheep. I know how. And it's gross. And the smell is disgusting. So, yeah. I probably 
wouldn't like recommend to do that unless you were really hungry you know but in our culture we love to be eating up all the sheep okay when you see a lamb we say eh, eh. yep we finna eat it that's right that's right don't be eh, eh, around us because we're gonna chop you up and put you in a soup <laughs> oh no anyways yeah so I saw on the news recently of like there's a chapter house meeting and there's a chapter house on the res is like um how would you describe it I guess there's like in the city or like every city you guys have like your own like government buildings council buildings in each city well in each I guess county of or maybe town in the Navajo res like there's different like council areas that are they're just like they're called chapter houses for us so each little town has it so anyways these people they got into an argument because this one lady was accusing of another lady i'm assuming because her name is marjorie because they kept getting mad at marjorie so marjorie if you listening girl you need to chill out if you did an embezzlement just own up you know speak your truth with your whole chest anyway so one lady was accusing marjorie of embezzling from the chapter house that they work at and then you see this lady pointing in this lady face and this lady was just like trying to fight her and marjorie was fighting her back and then you just hear these women in the background like marjorie don't do it it's not worth it it's not worth it marjorie stop so yeah i thought that was pretty funny and pretty silly honestly it's just like so res like you guys didn't even have to fight like that and they threw hands i was so surprised i'm like not the aunties going at it come on oh i haven't seen anything like it that's definitely on the res that's for sure that's for sure oh and also in other news not these people trying to scheme the Navajo elders or any elders that are on the Navajo reservation um going to live in a sober living area in like Phoenix or wherever and they're trying to like take their money and use their like uh insurance or whatever they got to live in a sober living or be taken care of in general and then they would just take them and then just basically kidnap them to some god knows where to a house somewhere and take all their money and like they've been doing that to all these elderly like don't be coming for our you know our chase don't be coming for our us and our nolly man and nolly womans. You know what? Leave my aunt, grandmas alone. Grandmas and grandpas, they don't deserve that. So disrespected. I mean, who thinks about that? Who thinks about going to the rest of scam? Well, and I also think that's so sad because, like, these people are, I don't want to say ignorant, not in a bad way ignorant, but just ignorant. They don't really know because on the rise, there's a lot of people who didn't grow up with like a really good education so they don't really understand what a scam is or what's going on so they just kind of you know they just take what they can get you know it's really a bad living situation out there for a lot of people and people always want to talk about living in new mexico or living in utah or wherever and i'm just like yeah sure if you're rich if you're if you have a lot of money then sure go live out on the res have at it well probably not on the res because you're not allowed to be on the res unless you navajo but or like a government worker but if you wanted to live somewhere out in the middle of the the reservation 
Like, you got to have a lot of money because you got to have something that can lock down and lock out the sand. You know what I'm saying? Because that place be sandy. You get sand in all the crevices. And I don't appreciate that. And that is also why I don't want to move home. Because I ain't got a lot of money. So, no, I ain't dealing with all this sand. Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, it's just not really the best place to put the elderly and the people who don't have that much of an education because they just be out there hitchhiking. They just they just know where the city at and they just know they could possibly make a living there or do something. So they just out here wild and, you know, sometimes pe- people people's families on the res don't want to take care of their elderly. So they just let them out to rot, you know, sometimes. But... You know, and that's so sad. But yeah, that was in the news too. And I thought that was kind of depressing. So let's liven it up after the Marjorie thing. Um. Oh yeah. So just recently, Trump done got arraigned. <laughs> and let me tell you, girl, I was eating that tea. Because he needed to go. And he be crying. Like, boy, why are you crying? You know what you did. You know what you did. And now he finna be like, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I did nothing. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Don't give me that. And for all the people thinking I'm a rightist. Nah, I'm not a leftist. I'm not even really a leftist because, you know, Joe Biden be pissing me off with his slow talk. Like, come on. You promised you would get rid of student loans. You promised all this stuff to the native people. I ain't seen it. Where you at, Sleepy Joe? So, honestly, it's just all a disappointment all around. Um, But that's just my opinion. You know, I didn't really do a lot of research before this episode. But next episode, I will. I'm just trying to go off of what I done heard recently and done saw on TikTok. But, yeah, I just thought that was really crazy how he got arraigned. And everybody on the right was just like crying for him like he broke my heart it is so sad that he is getting arraigned and it's like okay but where was you where was you when the icwa was getting like reenacted or getting like taken care of you know like where were you when there's missing children you know where were you when covid was happening y'all weren't crying then oh now but y'all want to cry about a cheeto man oh Today we're talking about politics. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about um, what is new and up and coming. Oh, did y'all see that the Flash movie is coming out still? And Ezra Miller was at the uh, premiere. And it's like, why y'all let that man still have a career? That man done abused so many women. So many people. And you still gonna let him be out here? I don't know. I don't appreciate it. I'll tell you that. And then they they said that he wasn't allowed to do interviews. What? He not going to do Because y'all know he finna incriminate himself, huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Anyways. That was really surprising to me. Oh, yeah. And then the lemon, the lemonade. Oh, my God. The Little Mermaid came out as well. Now, look. I love me some Little Mermaid. I have two things that I had an issue with with that movie. One, her hair was not red enough for me. I was just like, girl, that's kind of orange. I wish it was just like fiery red. But I understand, hey, I don't know nothing about the African hair. So that's y'all business. But that's just my my opinion. And if I got it wrong, don't be offended or get offended. Whatever, put it in the um, reviews or whatever. 
But also, the second thing was, it was so long. Like, why it have to be so long like that for? Girl, I was falling asleep. You know, I made me a little drink, drink, and I sipped on it so hard. So, that could also have been a problem. But, I mean, I was with my other, my nephew, and he didn't, he seemed pretty engaged. So, I was like, oh. But then he also seemed tired. So, I don't know. It was just a little bit long for me. I was like, girl. I got to go to bed. I got to get to work in the morning. Wait, I think that was the weekend of Memorial weekend. So I didn't have to work actually. But still, it was a little too long. A girl wanted to go home, do her skincare routine, and go to bed. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So what was the next topic I had in mind? Oh, so another Native American story I was trying to think of. Um... Well, mainly one Native American story I can think of was when it used to rain and the water would wash away all of the, like, stuff in the ditches. We all used to swim in that. Me and my cousins. Me and my brother. We would go out in that ditch water. And this ditch water ain't no clear water. It is brown water. It is not clean. It is not clean water. And we out there with them sticks. You, we, Our legs get cut up. Uh-uh. That, we were some dirty little res kids. Yeah. And you know one thing that I was talking about on TikTok was people talking about how um, they were messing with like res dogs. And it was just like, you don't do that. You don't mess with no res dog. And I remember um, this lady, she posted on TikTok about a dog that was like really crazy or something and so she just left it alone i couldn't remember the exact situation but i do remember like a white person commenting on that and saying like why aren't you taking care of your animals why aren't you doing this why aren't you doing that and i'm just like okay no because if you're not from the res and you have the audacity to think that you have an opinion about what we do. Unless you're going to donate money. Or you're going to help us out out there. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Okay. Anyways. With those dogs. You don't mess with those dogs out there. They rabid. They feral. Okay. They ain't afraid of nothing. They they run into the cars. What are you talking about? Most of them know that you will get hurt if you run into the car. And then some of them just don't even care. Like they, I know these dogs see other dogs get hit. And then they still do it. (laughs) They don't care out there. You know, we had animals. We had animals. We had cats and dogs. You know, I have never seen a dog that was inside the house. Or a cat that was inside the house. Until I really came out to Bloomington. And I saw people kept dogs in their house. I was like, oh no. Oof. But I just got used because at home. Any animals we had were always outside. Dogs, cats, whatever. Well, we had some cats that stayed inside. Unless we had like a puppy, then they would be hanging out inside because we had to take care of them. But big dogs, uh uh-uh, we kept them outside. And we had to keep them on a leash outside, like to a pole or something. Because we wanted to make sure they were taken care of, one. Excuse me. Two, they would eat all of the, the animals in the chicken coop. They would. So it's like we had to tie them up. Like what else are we going to do? They cannot come inside because these dogs rabid. They're not trainable. Okay. We had a dog named Angel. She was a devil. <laughs> Ain't no way I'm taking that inside. You crazy. And we had another dog, Gateway. Eat all the animals up. We had to tie him up. 
We had a three-legged dog named Lucky. <sighs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Lucky. And our favorite dog of all time was named Lady. She was a black dog. And she was our favorite. I think my oldest brother found her. Anyways, yeah, um, she was our favorite dog. So we had a ton of animals, and they were always just kept outside. And some of them we had to keep on a leash for danger reasons. And we wanted to make sure they were alive. So we would feed them, like, throughout the day. But they were just kept outside on a leash to protect them and the community, okay? And there were some other dogs that were kept outside but never did nothing wrong. They just hung around the house. They had no leash, no nothing, just roaming free, okay? Because some of these dogs can do that. Oof. But I remember one time we was walking to, um, I, I want to say Susie's house. Was it Susie? What was her name? Anyways, she lived um, in a house down the road, down the gravel road. Yeah, we don't have no paved roads down there in the res. Well, I haven't been back in a while, so they probably have some areas mostly paved. But, like, around the government areas paved. But not out in the res. Not out in the trenches, okay? Um, it's all gravel. But, anyways, or dirt roads. But, anyways, yeah, so... I was walking to this one lady's house. I was like, I'm walking with my brother, I think. And they were having like a prayer meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we we grew up in religion out there. Like, when we were younger, we grew up in religion. We didn't, I didn't grow up in the traditional sense of actually living with like the Native American church or living with like peyote or medicine man or medicine woman. I never grew up with that. So, let, let me, I forgot to say that. I grew up in a Christian household. Okay, with the strong mama. So, anyways, strong mama was at a prayer meeting, getting her Jesus on with these people at um, Susan's house. Susie? I don't can't remember her name. But if I remember, I'll correct it. Anyways, so we were walking to her house. They were having a prayer meeting. And then I remember we got bored. We were like, okay, they shove it up a dud too much. I want to go home. So then we were leaving. And then um, I just remember... It's quite a ways. It's probably like half a mile. I gotta ask my siblings. It's probably a mile. Man, I gotta be more prepared for these shows. Anyways, so we were walking home and we were on a gravel road. Next thing you know, we hear extra footsteps. Extra footsteps. And we were like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, God, no. Next thing you know, we hear, oh, and we were like, ah, dipped. We done ran, sprinted, everything on the way home. Why did no one want to drive us home? Because they was too busy. Shabba da da. You know, they was in that prayer. So they was just like, we're not taking you home. So we were like, fine, we finna walk. So then we did. And next thing you know, we got coyotes, other dogs chasing us. And we was running for our life. We was running for our life. And I just remember that. And the next time we told our mom. And she was like, well, why are you guys walking then? We're like, because you didn't want to take us home. And she was just like, well, next time you better make sure you get somebody to take you home. And we're just like, you were there. I don't. Anyways, you know how that be with your parents. You be trying to make logic and they, they don't make it make sense. Yeah. But I just remember that. And I'm just like, the moment you hear a dog, you just run. You run the other direction because they could be feral. They never trained, so they're either feral or you just hope that they're not violent, okay? So, yeah, so when that creator on that TikTok was responding to her and was like, it's a shame that y'all people don't take care of y'all animals, you know what? How about you donate money to get us a veteran office or whatever? Not veteran, I mean, I 
guess it's veteran, veterinarian, not veteran, veterinarian, like hospital out there or something, or, you know, go out there. I don't know, do something. I just feel like people always want to talk about us, but they don't ever want to help. They just want to say, say stuff. So anyways, if I ever get rich, I definitely want to help out the native community out there. I grew up there probably till eighth grade. And then I moved out to uh, Indiana. And like for ninth grade, then I moved back for like 10th grade. And then I moved, I moved back to New, New Mexico in 10th grade. Then I moved back to Indiana like 11th grade. Yeah, and then I ended up graduating out here. And then I went to ISU, Indiana State University. Um, I do not recommend that place. Anyways, maybe it was just my experience, but like, yeah. So, yeah, so I have some experience of mainly just growing up on the res, not so much like living in it. I mean, I guess I did live in it for quite a bunch of like my life. That is what kind of shaped me from the beginning because I just remember, you know, out on the res... You ain't got like a lot. I think my my mom is a pharmacy technician. My dad is a cable splicer or he just like works on the cables like at something like that. He does something with the Internet. So anytime anybody had an issue with the Internet, they would have to call him and he would have to go out there. And I'm telling you, he lived he lived I mean, we lived out in the middle of nowhere. So there's people out there. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. There'd be like uh, a forest, a little like dried out dead forest and then there's like a hill and then there's somebody's house then you go down the road quite a ways and then you like cross a ditch and something and then there's another like little house area and then you go down the road like um and then they just say like go across here and you know we natives we we don't even have street names out there okay we don't have no street names so we just gotta say "Hey, hey, hey she lived by um you know that house, the one with the thing on the roof, and you know the one that has that little thing before it. Yeah, it looks like a shed. That's the yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's how we had a dog. And the only reason why I knew where we lived and how to get to other people's places is because they were all related to me. Like next to the right of me was like my my auntie's house. Straight in front of me was my grandma's house down the way. And then down the other way is my other grandma's house. You know, so we were just kind of all related in that one little area. And we all had our own, like, little houses. So, yeah. But that's how we live. I don't even remember what I was talking about. So, anyways, I got onto that TikToker about that. It's not like, people be talking way too much about the res. Don't be wanting to help. <sighs> Anyways, this is just a little intro of what I've been trying to talk about. It's just mainly a a fun time to just make laughs, you know, make comedy about things. And it's, you know, comedy is subjective. If you don't find it funny, you don't find it like it's an actual comedian, you know, standards. Hey, maybe I'll step up my game. You know, this is just the first episode. It can only go up from here. You know what I mean? Um... And I just remember, gosh, what was I trying to talk about with the whole thing with my dad? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, everybody internet be going down. And he be like, um, he has to drive over like a large mountain to go to work. He lives like two hours away from work. And my mom lives like an hour away from her job. So, you know, it, 
it's just so much out there. That's why when I moved out here to Indiana and I lived in a city, I was like, oh my God, the Walmart is only like two minutes down the road. Not if that, like if, cause there's a stoplight, it's two minutes, but you know, and then they got Instacart, grocery delivery, GoPuff, DoorDash, you know, they got all this stuff out here and back at home, you ain't got nothing, nothing like that. They probably got, um, I know they have gas stations, they have a school, um, but most places don't be like that. I know there's this one place that's actually really feral, like out in the middle of nowhere. I think it's called Navajo Mountain, and that place is just straight up native ghetto. And that place sounds scary. Um, my aunt worked there, and she told me all about their stories. I want to ask to see if I can get her permission to tell stories about that on here, because they were pretty scary. And I'm not trying to make out the natives to be scary and mysterious or whatever, because we're good people. You know, we're good, hardworking people. We're just not, I just feel like we were not put in the right environment to begin with to be set up for success. Like, when you think about it, the government gave us this land that is all desert. They're like, oh, yeah, you guys want your own place? You guys want a treaty? You guys want your own thing? Sure. Here's the desert. You can have the desert. The sand. Where you don't have a lot of resources. Where you have to drive two hours to get to work. Two hours to get your groceries. You know, there and back. And you gotta have high gas prices. And your hospital's 45 minutes away. So, if anything were to happen to you, tough luck. I hope it works out. And if there's violence and crime and all that stuff, the police is probably like 45 minutes away also. So, you know. And... Honestly, I've never really interacted with the Navajo tribal police, but I mean, it just seems like there's not a lot of them. So, you know, I just feel like, and maybe it's gotten a lot better, honestly, because since I haven't lived there, I just haven't heard of much progression happening. I've just been seeing what's in the news. And so far, since I feel like since Jonathan Nez got out as president i feel like it'll start getting better because they have a younger president named uh what is it bu nyigen i'm so sorry i butchered that but it's a new president and he is navajo and he's younger so i feel like i i'm, I'm gonna we're gonna see some change here in a minute and the whole thing with biden i don't even know what he's trying to do i don't know what he's trying to change it i haven't seen nothing so I mean, unless I'm missing something, again, put it in a comment, put it in a review somewhere, try to contact me. Um, I'm about to get my socials up and running, hopefully have a, I'm really hesitant because I really don't like Snapchat because I really don't like talking on there, but I might get one just for this podcast and then I might get a, eventually maybe do video recording and do like a thing on YouTube and then Instagram and uh twitter well i don't know about twitter but we'll see but um i'm still working on my socials but this is the beginning of a start of an episode of a start of a season who knows i'm just trying it out i'm just having fun in my room by myself and i'm just being authentically me and if you don't like it you are free to leave and i'm just doing this for me okay because homegirl ain't really got a lot of friends to talk to so i just be talking with myself okay and then you guys might be my own therapy because my sister has to hear all of my commentation commentary and she's just like girl come on i'm busy like i'm tired i want to go to bed and i'm like no but i'm so passionate about this though 
And she's like, oh, hey, we'll tell it to somebody else. Well, she don't really say that. She's actually a really good kind of person. But still, I feel like some days she's like, I've worked a long day and you just want a dog. Um, but yeah, so that's my life. And that's what's been on my mind. And I thought those were funny topics that I thought I'd talk about today. And I guess I'll just keep track of what I've been talking about to make sure I don't repeat myself. Um, I'll have more content coming in at least by Tuesday. I know this was a, probably a really short episode. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still learning the ropes. I'm still going to try to figure it out. Um, but this is my very first episode. So I really hope you enjoyed it. And if not, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because I've never done this before. And it's actually not hard to set up a podcast and if you guys want me to tell you how easy it really is to just set it up I can but the talking part and the engagement and the flow of conversation with yourself is actually the hardest part so you probably saw that I went off road on a bunch of topics and you're like girl I don't even I don't know what you said about what who when where so sorry um this one was more of an impromptu and later on I will get more like formatted as soon as I get to my flow of things. So this will be my first episode. Um, so it's probably not going to really be edited. So what you see is what you got. I didn't even really rehearse this. I just had some time tonight to make an episode and I really wanted to get started. So Um, I was just like, you know what? I don't have time to plan, but I'm going to make an episode. I promise I would make an episode. So I need to make an episode. And the whole thing is just doing it. So I did it. And yeah, I hope you appreciate it. This is Hannah Yazzie signing off my Native Thoughts podcast first episode. All right. I hope you guys have a good weekend. I'm thinking I'm going to start posting Tuesdays and Thursdays. But right now, we're just going to start off with Tuesdays. And we're going to see how it goes. I got to advertise my podcast a lot more. And I would love feedback of what questions people have that are interactive that they've ever had about asking a Native American. Or just asking me. Or if you just want to know more about stuff. Um, And then I'll definitely find more topics to talk about. Definitely find more content. Definitely do a format, segmented um episode this is just the first one and i just wanted to see how it would sound all right well as we say in navajo hagone